When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And Julia Show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us on this very pleasant Tuesday afternoon. We have the study of duh coming up for you at the bottom of the hour, and Lori says she's got a couple of really good ones. To which Julia and I replied, we'll be the judge That's of right. that. That's right. I should never say that. It's like leading off and saying, I've got something really funny to oh, tell you guys. Oh, never do that. Never do that. It's National Laughing Day, people, so I hope you laugh. Okay. So... Julia and I, Donnie was invited, but he said not to. I'm we all worried. Two nights in a row of doing the same evening activity. I know. But we are going to go see a sneak peek of this movie. It opens Thursday nationwide. It's Jordan Peele's second movie. He gave us Get Out, which was right. a fantastic, funny, psychological thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, his new, the new movie is called Us. Because it involves doppelgangers, people who look just like exactly. You. And Lupita Lupita Nyong'o is giving interviews. She was on GMA this morning. Yeah. Last night she was on Colbert, and when she was on Colbert, and apparently in other places, she wears the yellow gold contacts. Yes. that makes her we, look like she's possessed. Right. You can see it on your website. Uh, yeah, web you page. can. Oh. Okay, yeah. I'm out. I'm out for tonight. Just Are you based really? on the poster no, alone. No. Nope. The poster is hands with scissors, and below it, it says us. I'm out because I just saw how long it is. Oh, dear. How long is it? 220? 2-1. 2 hours and one minute. Two hours and well, one minute? That's nothing. It isn't? Julia, you don't like movies when they're <laughs> two hours and 20 minutes, two hours and 30 minutes, for so goodness sake. So that's 120 sake. minutes. Yeah. No, yes. that's like a short movie. That's like Get Out, I oh, think, was yeah, the same on, thing. That's Julia. a brief movie. Well... Should we listen to, here's... I'm too scared. I'm Julia. so afraid. The Atlantic said uh, in the opening sequence of us, Jordan Peele, I'm not giving any spoiler, gives the audience what it might be expecting after months of hype for his follow-up to get out a perfectly taught piece of virtuoso horror filmmaking. Cool. Here's what it is. With the very first scene. No, oh. Don't even tell people this, but oh, Peele wrote, produced, and directed it. Apparently, there's something so disturbing that the camera only shows it through the someone's eyes. Like, that's scary. Oh, I love it. Don't you love that? That's yeah. a great... You know I don't like scary movies, You can, you can hold my hand. Anyway... Um, yeah, but then she has to go home alone. 
Yeah. Oh, God. Donnie. Now, how do you know that? <laughs> yeah, Donnie, you and don't that know that. was so mean. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's not meaning it mean. Remember, it's mean it. Mercury and Retro. I'm having company way. tonight, by the way. Way. Okay, Sorry. well, let's listen to Lupita. I've got a full dance card. <laughs> Lupita Nyong'o, Oscar winner. She is in this movie. She's super... 99% on Rotten Tomatoes, 68 reviews. Oh, yeah. It's, I'm already afraid, Laurie. It's going to leave Captain Marvel in the dust, and it's going to be one of those movies you're going to want to see sooner rather than later to avoid spoilers. But this movie has been hyped for a year. (gasps) Okay. I'm afraid. Let's listen to Lupita because she is wearing her contacts as worn by her doppelganger. And you'll be able to feel this when she speaks. That's right. I mean, not only is this a new genre for you, but you're playing two different roles and sometimes you're on the screen together with just yourself. I mean, how challenging was that? How exciting? It was pretty challenging. I never got to meet my scene partner, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, it was quite a technical challenge. And of course, to play both roles took a lot out of me. They're very different to each other and Mm -hmm. they're coming for each other, you know. So it it took a lot of like... Acting with a green dot on a pole and, <laughs> and things like that. So I was very surprised to see the movie and to see how they so seamlessly mm-hmm. made it work. Because, of course, the doppelgangers, you know, the meet each other. The enemy is us. Right. That's the title, us. Yes. And seriously, she is having fun in this promotional tour because she keeps showing up wearing the red and yellow contacts. Those and horrible contacts that make her look like she's possessed. Yeah. Stephen Colbert was just like, I'm having the hardest time talking to you because you're kind of scaring me. And she goes, oh, I scared the living hell out of a woman in the bathroom the other day. Oh, can you even imagine? <laughs> Let's play the next one. I think she talks about it, maybe. What do you think is the scary thing about you? What's scary about me is that I really like scaring people. So that's, oh, th- yeah, I'm one of oh. those. Like, before the film came out, my mom was terrified of seeing this film. And, uh, in fact, she watched it with her eyes closed and her, her ears, her fingers <laughs> in her ears. So she hasn't really seen it. But mm-hmm. a week before, she came from Kenya, and I lay in wait at the foot of her bed. Oh, no. Before she got to bed. Okay, that's and I, and I got up and I said, are you looking for me? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Casey got me so good the other day. Did he, he, what did he was do? He was hiding in a closet. <laughs> did I, he have his werewolf costume no, on? No, he had nothing on. I, I mean, I didn't even think I could jump that high anymore. I mean, <laughs> both feet. I up. love playing tricks like yeah, that. Yeah, no, I mean, I just scared the crap out of me. How I mean, funny. I jumped right up. Oh my gosh. All right. So here. Okay, let's play the last one. One more. One more about what it was like working with Jordan Peele. Okay. What what is he like on the set? He's actually, you know, he's a very even keeled, uh, warm, focused Mm. person of course he he this is a very intense movie and he had the the levity he does it with such passion and he enjoys it so much and it was sometimes he would make fun of us you know yeah just loose and and ready to play brilliant yeah so but he also gave you homework so you could be prepared so he gave you tennis or horror films to watch were there any standouts well, okay, so they went in an order from the mildest to the most intense, and the last one was Martyrs, and it, and it had a little footnote, enter at your own risk. Oh. And I was like, wow, okay. So I saved it for last, and by the end of it, I never did my homework alone. I always had a friend over that I bribed, <laughs> <laughs> that I bribed with one thing or another. And at the end of it, my friend said, okay, I'm going home, and I just started to cry because I was so scared of being alone. <laughs> wow, wow.
Yeah, <laughs> Julia. <laughs> Julia's not going. No, well, here's the deal. Here's who's in it. Lapita Nyong'o, uh-huh. Winston Duke. He was in um, Black Panther. Yes. Elizabeth Moss. Moss yep. Hamney's mm-hmm. Tale. Mm-hmm. Mad, uh, Men. Mad Men. Anna Drop, or Doop. I recognize her from, I think, um, what was she in? She's been in... Bosch, we've in twenty four, so we've seen her around okay. before. I mean, oh, well, oh. at Captain Marvel, one of the eight trailers that we saw was for the Twilight Zone, which is the new one directed by Jordan Peele on CBS All Access. Okay. Oh, another thing. Yeah. Damn. The I thought it was going to be on Netflix. No, I do Sorry. not like okay. the restrictions. Anyway, every like young kid. All the kids know Twilight Zone from, I don't know if they watch it on, however they watch it online. But Sci-Fi Channel has Sci-Fi it. Sci-Fi Channel. I mean, yeah. all these uh, teens and 20-something were all cheering about the new Twilight Zone. Because Jordan Peele, and they know the old ones, and they had the same theme. It was kind of interesting that they chose that mm. at the Captain Marvel to be one of the, like, it's the same audience they even know. You know, I can't breathe right now. Julia, <laughs> I first of all, I don't even like scary movies. I only saw that one because it was a date, and I wanted to jump on someone's lap. Right, the last one. Right, and I saw the Quiet Place on a date to squeeze someone's thigh. Yeah, yeah. you can sit I next mean, to Casey, so I can squeeze his hand squeeze really hard. Squeeze Casey, and then bring your a uh, scarf. I always bring a, a scarf oh, to a to scary cover movie. my face. Yes, to cover my eyes. <laughs> so no, I have. I cover my eyes sometimes. Well, I know this would be a movie like we would go to if we were if it was done. That this Hustlers movie with the all star cast of J Lo, Cardi B, Lily Reinhardt, who plays Betty. Yeah, we'd go to that. We'd go. Julia Stiles. Has I love a job. Julia Stiles. Hustlers. I watch anything with her. It's it's based on a magazine uh, profile, the that, New York Magazine, yeah. called Hustlers at Scores, about former strip club employees. Who devised a scheme to steal tens of thousands of dollars from their wealthy Wall Street clients? Constance Wu, Jennifer Lopez, a woman, Lorene Scafaria is directing, and uh, it started rolling. And it takes place late 2000. This is going to be so exciting. This is going to be a good movie. I think so. And people will cheer that story. Who doesn't want to see Wall Street wealthy Wall Street bankers getting rolled? By the girls who are hustling from Brooklyn or wherever they live. Who they're paying to be entertained by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, it's always nice when you get screwed over. I don't know. Who doesn't want to see that story, Lori? I don't. Hey. All right, so you're prepared. We're going to go see us tonight um, to... For the good of the show, and I want to see it just because I want to see it. I like can't I would have gotten on Thursday night. I can't and, breathe. Okay, maybe you'll we'll be able to breathe about this story. All right. Um, this is from Us Weekly. And so it might be true. It might be true. <laughs> and it might not be. Um, and uh, last week, Brad Pitt and Angelina were photographed on separate continents. Yep. He went to Paris for 48 hours. And she was in L.A. with mm-hmm. four younger kids at Taking the premiere him to a of Dumbo. Dumbo, a Disney universe, you know. Mm-hmm. Melissa, Melissa Finn supporting Dumbo. Don't ask me to say anything nice about her. Anyway, Brad looked real. They both looked happy and healthy, I thought. Okay. Okay. But it's safe to say Brad Pitt isn't planning on joining Angelina or any of their kids on a red carpet anytime soon. Here's the quote. Brad isn't thrilled that Angie takes the kids to movies premieres, but it's not going to trigger any action. 
she has always chosen to be more public with the kids than Brad has. Yeah, that's because mm. he doesn't see them that often. Yeah. Is that it? Um, according to eyewitnesses, the kids had plates of corn dogs and hot dogs, bags of candy, cupcakes, and chili cheese fries. Jeez, I hope that's in our future tonight at our movie. <laughs> oh, I, I'm hungry. They I'm were, hungry right now. They were really chowing down super into the food, and she was completely relaxed and unbothered by all the uh, well, junk food. Just being kids. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's really the only is explanation it? he has at this point as to, you know, but maybe when he sees the kids, they're never photographed. I wouldn't have him photograph. Yeah. I'd have him hang out with me. I don't know that he gets to see him that often, yeah. Lori. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you guys something. Right. It, tomorrow is March 20th. Isn't the first day of spring the 21st? I believe it is. And June 21st yes. and September, September 21st, 21st and December, and December 21st. 21st. Yes. Well, why are they saying it's the arrival of spring? Tomorrow. Oh, well, maybe we have it. 20th. Oh. Well, I, I just want to let people know. I thought it was March know. 20th, and the only reason I know that is because it was the hockey goalies. Boyfriend. Why wouldn't it be the 21st? No, it is. Well, it right, is well I'm just going to ask. I'm just going to tell you yeah, what's happening. Um, the first day of spring in 2019 is March 20th. March 20th. It's yeah. always been March 20th, and I, I, yeah, I do know that. Only because I at one, I always thought at everything one was on the 20th. Tried to figure out my hockey boyfriend trying to figure out why he was doing me wrong. And I remember looking up, looking into his horoscope, Pisces and cancer. Okay. Terrible fit. Okay, Lori, oh, terrible it, it, fit. the event always falls on either or the 20th or the 21st. 21st. All right. Well, next year it's on the 19th. So. Yeah, there you go. Why are we talking about this random stupid subject? Because I want to let you know tomorrow... To celebrate the arrival of spring, Dairy Queen is offering free small vanilla ice cream cones. Oh, all right. Yeah, tomorrow. One per person. Did you forget that in your randoms today? I did. Just trying to and I've been drying in, in the ice cream cones, and I'm so hungry right now. Oh, good Lord. we got to go. It's time for we the do. Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. All right. right, Holly is here. We've been dishing the dirt off air. Now we got to dish the dirt (laughs) on air. Now we will dish the dirt just for you getting in your car this afternoon. So this is something that Lori and Julia talked about in the three o'clock hour. But I bring this to you from the Wall Street Journal where they're reporting that Jeff Bezos and Laura Sanchez's private text messages may have been leaked by Lauren Sanchez's brother, Michael. The Wall Street Journal reporting that Michael was allegedly paid $200,000 by the National Enquirer in exchange for racy text messages between Sanchez and Bezos. Remember, those were published in the National Enquirer Mm -hmm. a couple months ago. Now, nobody at American Media is speaking or responding, at least to People.com's request for comment. Michael's not requesting for comment. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Comment. Now, this is interesting because back in February, there was an interview with Vanity Fair in which Michael spoke of Laura's, his sister's relationship to Jeff Bezos, and he denied leaking explicit photos of the couple but he did not deny other involvement with the inquirer's story saying i had nothing to do with the leak of the pictures that's the important thing i never had access but he said i'm not saying i didn't do something the truth will come out about my motivations and how much i believe in jeff and lauren's love saying that it was a legendary romance i am telling you the brother and sister were in cahoots to try and get jeff bezos to break up his his wife wife. yeah break up with his wife she was in love with them she knew he wouldn't leave and they're like well what do you got he's still got kids that are like in high school lori oh gary you're the mister saying oh you know i can't leave my wife until my kids are all done with school yeah yeah and the fact that you know Lori, you bring up this point and there sounds like there's some truth to this because i ask anyone do you text explicit no. messages between you and your significant other and to With your sibling, sibling? No. we talked about this no. never no. never no. i'm sorry no. i don't have those conversations the with richest my siblings. man in the world got rooked by a con brother and sister um Scheme. You are. She needed his help. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You can read the full report mm-hmm. in the Wall and Street Journal. And then, of course, Journal the National Enquirer would like it. What? Dirt on Jeff Bezos? You oh, know, with, yeah. Because they just got the big, inf- they got like $20 million from a Saudi Arabian financier. I mean, it Because it was going mm. to close. AMI was going to close. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there is much intrigue yeah, going really on is. in this oh. story. Now, I want to mention this quick uh, that Meghan Markle, she did make a surprise appearance today in public she was uh at the new zealand house in london this afternoon uh, she was signing a book of condolences for the victims of the attack in christchurch new zealand on friday yeah, where 50 people Harry died had been there right like yeah six months ago or right whatever. they were just there half a year ago yeah. and megan wrote in the book our deepest condolences condolences we are with you and uh harry signed his name with the word for best wishes in Maori, which oh. is the native New How about Zealand her language. writing and the calligraphy? Like, she's like uh, trained. She's, well, I think that's lovely. Actually, <laughs> I think if I was going to be a princess, I said to Laura, I'd want to learn calligraphy for my signature. <laughs> and you know what she said to me? Julia, but you can never lose your smiley face. Yeah, she always does a smiley I face do a sm- over her eye. Since fourth grade. Yeah. <laughs> Not over my eye, but after my Right, name. after your name. Well, yeah. you can learn the fancy way to do that, yeah, Julia. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't mm-hmm. that be one of the things that you would enjoy being a royal is yeah. having your own royal stationery. Oh. Yeah. And then yeah. it could have its own scent. Do you yeah. remember getting your first set? I remember when I got married, my mom gave me my first set Station, of yeah. stationery. Yeah, beautiful. <gasps> Loved it. How about how big Meghan Markle? She looks like she's ready to go, but she's got those pencil thin legs, legs, those high heels, and then she just had a great big button coat on, you know? Just button the top and, button and, and let it all looked, hang out. Like the very picture of pregnancy, beauty, elegance. Yeah. She's very elegant. Yeah, she really is. And, you know, we say that this was a surprise appearance because her last formal public scheduled appearance was earlier this week. And you say, I mean, she looks like she's ready to have that baby at any point in time because, as we remembered in the previous segment, tomorrow is the 20th. 
And not only could Meghan Markle have her baby, but we could get free Dairy Queen. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. That's right. <laughs> and apparently it's the first day of spring at 5.58 tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to celebrate. Oh, I think so. Yes. Uh, Bethany Frankel making some money moves. She made a production deal with MGM TV and Mark Burnett. She wants to make unscripted TV projects that she'll produce. And uh, maybe she'll even star in some of these things. Are you guys How interested? Exciting. Well, you- I think producing, I mean, she must have money to invest. Go ahead and produce. I don't know about starring. Unless she's just going to do reality stuff, I don't see her being an act. We could never suspend belief Mm-mm. and think she was anybody, anybody else, else but yeah. Bethany Frankel. Did you guys like Bethany's talk show when it was trying to be a thing? It's horrible. It was- I hate watched it every single day. It was so bad. Not as bad as the Chris Jenner one. That was that was so. Ellen DeGeneres was behind Mind Bethany's, Bethany's talk yeah. show. And so she had all the right people Because with she her. would go on Ellen and have these great segments. Mm-hmm. Bethany was really f- fun for a segment. She started out her talk show. We're going to be We're going to be like girlfriends. We're going to be friends. You know, I'm we're going to talk, talk about you, everything. You're going to talk to me. We're going to talk about like, money. We're going to talk about relationships. We're going to talk about this and that. And we're like, Right? (laughs) When you have to state the obvious and will it into being. She's not relatable. No, we posted, you know, yesterday we asked you to weigh in on the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes, we're just going to get to that. So we have the second poster. Donnie posted. All right, tell us about this Yeah, so this is the Quentin Tarantino movie. Yesterday we talked about the first poster for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now, this was the movie last year that they were dubbing as the Manson murder movie. It's not necessarily Mm -hmm. about that. This is about the time in Hollywood. Hollywood. And the place and the generational shifts that were happening. Well, uh, today, Margot Robbie, who is playing the late Sharon Tate in this movie, she gets her own standalone poster, and she's standing outside of a movie theater in Westwood in West L.A., uh, which is kind of near where a lot of the stuff was happening. And that movie's going to be coming out in July, and it's going to be at the Cannes Film Festival, too, this year. I really feel like Tarantino has phoned it in on the posters. I oh. don't know why he didn't do painted real art, because that would have been so 1969, because that's how the posters were done. And... Twitter pointed out that Brad Pitt and the Brad and Leo poster looks like Thomas Hayden Church. And when you point that out, you won't be able to unsee that. Let me see. You I won't, knew it. You won't be able to unsee it. That he looks, he's been photoshopped to the point he's oh, Thomas Hayden Church. Church. So do I. He was in our yes, studio. Yes, he was in, oh God, we loved him. Just, I, he, Quentin has dialed it in on the posters. You are so right because they look very 2019 photoshopped. This one of Margot Robbie, she's gorgeous, but it's like, wow, you're standing in front of a movie theater. There's really no context for any of this. And obviously, you're the plopped in and photoshopped. Yeah, yeah the it doesn't give me high hopes, even know. though he's bragging on the poster, his ninth film. Because I guess oh, he you're... always does that. Though. Oh, does he? It's okay, like that's always his he thing. He always brags about right. it. It's like the eighth because film he's only doing ten. And I don't wanna be somebody without your body close to me. And if it wasn't you, I wouldn't want anybody close to me. Cause I'm an animal, animal. Or just like really, it was just kind of like it shouldn't even have surprised us because according to this study, parents are preventing like people like people who are reminding your tweens and teens that schoolworkers do and pack your uniform and all that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. The only problem is 
Most people are still doing it when their kids in college, and then again when their kids are post college. A new uh, I can't even imagine. Parents don't stop handling things for their children when they become adults. Uh, the lawnmower, the helicopter parent, whatever you want to call it, has been coming and brewing for a long time. According to this study, eleven percent of parents of adult kids would contact their kids' boss. If their son or daughter had an issue at work, oh, stop no, it. No, eleven percent. Eleven percent. By the time the kids are old enough for college and way beyond the point they should have graduated, parents, whether wealthy or not, here are some of the things they're still doing. Seventy-six percent right. of parents remind their adult children of deadlines they need to meet, including for college, schoolwork. Seventy-four percent made appointments for them, including doctors' appointments. Maybe I, we've heard people do that around I here. I think we yeah, might have. We have yes. Yeah. No names. Oh, yeah. No names. No names. <laughs> no, you're just you're in good company with that. When I'm making I, I, doctors, but not dentists. Yeah. I said make your oh, own well. because you have yeah. your own calendars. Yeah. Yeah. Fifteen percent of parents with a kid in college had texted or called them to wake them up so they didn't sleep through an important oh, class or test. I can ver I never have done That's that. That's a pretty low number though. Fifteen percent. Yeah. One um so uh let's see, eight percent of parents had contacted a college professor about their kids' grades. I've never done that. Or a problem they were having. They also found with kids, parents of adult kids, Uh they're out of college, or maybe they're still in college, 22% helped them study for college Oh my gosh. Um, I couldn't even help them study for fifth grade math. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. (laughs) Come over, honey. We'll do the flashcards on advanced, uh, you know... Well, 4% of An these advanced people... advanced Excel for yeah. something. I'd be like, really? And the problem with all of this is this, is if you never let your kids grow up, of course, then they never make decisions, and then they never make their own mistakes, and then they never exactly. learn what money means. It's a vicious circle. It's a vicious circle. Yeah. If you're doing it in high school, you can't stop at college, and if you're doing it in college, then you might bring it into their workplace. You've manufactured a role. This is a very depressing study. Uh, I can just imagine my son. Oh, I know. If it. I called his boss. Oh, yeah. I'm disappointed in the review you gave my son. Yeah. I thought he yeah. expected it. Oh, yeah. A How about raise. that? Come on. Yeah. Well, and calling college professors. I mean, oh, that's, you know, that's people. I wouldn't do that. mind it. Yeah. Well, I'm just, okay. So, it's, I mean, I'm surprised this bribery thing hasn't come out now looking at well, this no, study. I mean, dead, all right, the one that I, the deadlines, you know, um, for college courses and stuff, that just seems ridiculous at this yeah. point. Your kid's on your own. Yeah. Oh, come I on. mean, but you do, if you're paying for college, you expect a certain thing out of them. But I, who would ever keep a syllabus schedule and yeah, yeah, yeah. blah 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 i just yeah. sometimes want to know my kids schedule so i know what days they have class and don't so i can call them and talk to them you right. know what i mean right That's right it. Yeah. but anyway the, the, anyway this study says parents are killing kids it, life skills no. they are yeah no doing that it. doing no all that it. it is all right so there we go percent i know it whoa okay so here's what whoa whoa here's a study Put away the headphones at the office if you're listening to music. If you listen to music while working, it could affect your creativity. Does this seem like a duh yeah, to you? It does to me. It does? Does it, it seem like a duh seems... to you, Donnie? I didn't thought of it. I listen to talk sometimes, but I don't listen right? to music. Researchers, this is University in England and Sweden, mm-hmm. conducted a study which was published in... Uh, 
so exhausting to read. The Cognitive Psychology Journal. Oh, gosh. That's, That's got to be a very lot of work. thick. They want to investigate what is background music doing if you're trying to be creative? Distracting you. Yes. So I could for answer this that. experiment, I, I know it is a study right away. For this study, they had people were thrown shown three words like dress, dial, and flower. Mm-hmm. Then they they had to uh, um, create d- three new words: right. you know, sundress, sundial, whatever. Anyway, they couldn't if they were listening to nothing, listening to background music, or they were listening to music with familiar or unfamiliar or talk radio. After analyzing everything. Those who listen to music while doing a project uh-huh. that was creative were less creative compared to people who were working completely yeah. in the quiet. Well, I think mm-hmm. a music music would be hard. Yeah. It's hard for me. You know me. I have to sometimes go into the other room to read. Right. They didn't say why music might be distracting, and this is why I think this is a study of da, because I would just like to end the study saying just because. I there mean, you go. It, it just... Here, what they said is that music disrupts your verbal working memory. Well, thank God people can listen to us because we're talk. Yeah. yeah. Which makes it difficult to finish a task or be creative because it's the verbal working memory. So maybe you're having like this thought, like I can see music, like if you're doing something where you're like, cleaning or you know you're not oh, anything yeah. that involves not creative, thinking. Right. Not yes, creative yes, but you right. just are like you just need yeah. something to motivate yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense yeah so anyway that seems like a study of dub but there you go i wanted to they're on it they're on it they're on All it right. okay here's a real study of duh but yet the time and time again the university of helsinki is just for everyone having more vacation because they uh, used data pulled uh, from a 1974 study, and they looked at Finnish male executives that were born between 1919 and 1934, and then followed them. Like, were able to find wow, the, all this, this is stuff. a long time ago. Oh yeah, well then they did a follow up study with all these people using the death registers and all this other stuff in 2014. What they find out? Taking regular vacations will add years. To your life, people. People say that about four-day work weeks, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. The harm caused by the intensive lifestyle regime, right. work, 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 is you are going to, that stress takes away from your longevity in the end. So if you find yourself feeling guilty about using vacation days Don't. or asking for more vacation, someone says, I can't give you more money, say, okay, I'll take another week of vacation. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's good for you. Years. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have 30? Shake Shack around here? A yes. Shake Shack? Yes. Yeah. They're experimenting with a four-day work week. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I think they're at Mall of America. Yeah, they? they're at, they're at uh, Highland Village. They're at the, they're at the <laughs> airport, I think. People who took three weeks or less of this group of men that they yep. looked at over their whole life, that they had less than um, three weeks or less of vacation... They had almost a forty percent greater chance of dying between nineteen seventy four and two thousand and four. Just saying, yeah. you need you to unwind and you need to unplug. I know, but like, be sure and use this in some kind of a Lori's negotiating so thing happy. if you can. Lori's filed it and blown it up and has sent everyone a copy around this company already. <laughs> it adds years to your life. I it. Years to your mm-hmm. life, you know. 
Because how often, boy, do you hear about somebody and they like worked and worked and worked and then they retired and, and then, then they, they died. died. No, that's not good. And then other people point to it and say, see, that's why you should never retire. <laughs> exactly. That. Okay, here's one last study okay. of death. <clears throat> I mean, when you had little kids, yes. how important was it to you that you put your kids to bed at a regular time? Very. Donnie's Very. raising his hand. You're Very, Very And I yes. and reading Routine. them every night. Yes. I love reading. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well. You don't need to. No. Did we do something wrong? No. Kids need a schedule. Listen to this. This is a study at Duke University. Regular bedtime benefits adults just as much, if not more, than kids. Well, I believe that because they say it in all these studies that you have to go to bed at the same time. You need your clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at the latest, people say. Yeah, they track. They had 2,000 people between the ages of 54 and 93. I really appreciate that research uh, era. And yeah, they found out that they are regular sleepers. You know, they they're tired and they're less active, and you know this, that, and the other thing. But yeah, apparently we're all supposed to be putting ourselves to bed at a regular time every damn day, if we can. If we can. If you can, except for the weekend. It's a good idea. Laura. It is. All right. Listen, mm-hmm. when we come back, we're going to get to uh, our favorite headline and some of the other stories that we missed today. They tell me think with my head, not that. Is Rep- Representative Devin Nunes sues Twitter because parody accounts made fun of him. <laughs> Which just created more parody accounts for yeah. Devin Tell Nunes. Tell us who he is. Okay, he's a congressman from California. Okay. And um, anyway, he he's a, he's suing Twitter um, and some other people who have parody accounts of him, Devin Nunes. Doesn't he know accounts. the minute someone does a parody of you, you've made it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's suing Twitter. He's yeah. filing all kinds of lawsuits oh, against companies uh, for making fun of him, which then just has created more parody accounts to make fun of him. Just do it. Right. Come on. I know. Can I, I have a better headline. This <laughs> okay. is a better one. The inventor of jelly beans has launched a cannabis-infused jelly bean. I'm surprised. I I I would believe it's already out there. David Klein invented Jelly Belly in 1976, recently launched a business called blah, 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 but it's jelly beans infused with CBD. Mm -hmm. The non-psychotic component of marijuana. 38 flavors, roasted marshmallow, pina colada, and they contain. I feel like 10 you milligrams. pulled that out of the random pile that you've been sitting on that little piece of cannabis jelly today. bean news. Just came out today that cannabis jelly bean news. We unfortunately are not going to have um, legalized marijuana in the state no, of Minnesota. No, but they're this much closer to doing hands-free driving for phones. That, the distracted are, driving. Well, that's mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the other re- one would have made us a lot of money in our state. Ah, uh, Julia, there's some people that don't want anybody to have any fun. I don't know. Right. You know? Well, they didn't, they, they're worried about this, that, or the other thing. But we've, so many states, I, I'm just saying it would be, yeah. all right, whatever. How about this? Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, mm-hmm. she, Dax Shepard, 
doesn't have any acting jobs right now, so he's got a podcast yeah, I know along he does. with everybody else in America. I know. Um, he, and so do we, by the way. Yeah, by the way, all it's of our shows. Lori and Julia. <laughs> yeah, right. That's a brilliant name. I really. Heard, we've been podcasting before heard, we knew what we were doing. I heard someone funny, or I met someone today, and I, she wanted to, I said, you should come walk with us for the race for the cure for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. She was talking about doing something with her mom. And she said, I got to go get a pencil and find out the website and where to do it, you know. And I give her the website and I say, it's mytalk1071.com. How do you know my talk? Oh, oh my gosh. I listen to them every morning and laugh. Yeah. I just laugh. Those my talk people, Jason and Alexis. Yeah. She's going, how do you know them? Do you know them? Do you have pictures of them on your phone? It was oh so gosh. funny. I laughed so hard. Were you laughing, Julia? Yeah. No, I wasn't. She okay. was so cute. She's in love with Jason. Do you have pictures? And I'm like, well, yeah, go to our website, you know, kind of, but it was so cute. Look at how your voice is going high and up at the end. I know she's really wondering. You can't believe you didn't ever hear the afternoon ladies. No, she doesn't. She's brand new, but she's in love. She just caught them on the morning show, but I thought that was cute. All right. Good. Listen. Right. She's telling Dax, Gwyneth Paltrow, she's really gooping it up and doing a lot of interviews. And I heard her do this in another interview. I love you that she's gooping, gooping it, it up. up. Well, she is. And doing interviews on some podcast with Dax Shepard. Because he doesn't have any jobs. So much right shade. Now. Please come up and that, sit under my shady was, palm tree. There was like so many sentences nice. where I had to break it up with a little brightness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shady, shady oak. I know it. I like it. Anyway, she <laughs> told him and she told someone else that she did an interview with last week. Her new storyline, not only... We know she's invented yoga. Oh, you of course. Know, but now she wants, she's telling everybody she wanted to reinvent divorce so badly when she left Chris Martin. Well, she wanted to reinvent the narrative for herself, Lori. I, uh, she's reinventing so- the story later. Well, why not? She got I'm- so much crap for it. I thought at the time... You guy, you were so adamant, and I thought the this, conscious and we kept I, calling it the unconscious couple. Yes, and yeah. I personally thought this is such a great thing for the kids. Well, that's because you were going through your divorce I at was, the same time. I was, but it's very it's magical thinking that that can always be the possibility because unfortunately, the fact of the matter is usually one person is more brokenhearted than the other. It's not very often that two people magically decide Mm -hmm. at the same time Mm -hmm. to no longer like each other. But we so love each other. So there's the, there is all of that. So yes, I mean, I can of course anyone. I mean, you and I, we our parents had terrible divorces. Terrible. I mean, like it would just be it would sound Your like mom's a soap a opera and bleeper. Your yeah. dad's a bleeper bleeper. It, it could be it could be fodder in a soap opera. It's so yeah. epic. You that know? would be. I mean, really, really, how not to do the divorce circa yeah. 1972? Yeah. And she did admit to him she may have she's so full of herself that she may have triggered a lot of people who were the sons and daughters of acrimonious divorces, Julia, which again, so lady of the manor talking she, down to the peasants. She sometimes has a really good message, Lori, but it is always the delivery. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Isn't it? She does. She has good cookbooks. She's she, got good stuff on that website. I was not triggered by Gwyneth when she said that she and Chris Martin consciously uncoupled. I was more laughing at the, the, the just the, 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 the how that somebody came up and with it, the word with the word to define it. Yes. Yeah. I, did not, I believe. I did is, not feel triggered. Did you? No, but no. I do believe. I felt jealous. I do believe. <laughs> what? 
Which is because it's such a lovely way to do it to still mm, spend holidays mm. together. It and when you go through a divorce, you want the best for everybody. But yes. I didn't want my kids to have to have four birthdays, you know, like I did. Yeah. Because of the divorce, 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 divorce. Yeah. You know, so you want the best. And I think that they've You were jealous. That that, that is there. don't explain any more than I was that. Jealous. You were jealous. There you you go. weren't having a con you were not having well, a conscious we, Bill and I have always been very respectful yes. and very kind, but we don't celebrate holidays together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very few people do that. No, exactly. No, yeah, they don't. That's very. I mean, Demi we, and Bruce. We get there some year when we. Demi have and Bruce, and then they ended up getting divorced. And you know, do they spend holidays together? I have oh, no idea. A lot of people invite the single lady. You know, but yeah. then she says, "Quote." Then there was this whole other layer of the world turning on us. Well, because it and got that would, out I would that call it us that you guys Jeez. were cheating on each other, and um, oh. your current husband, Brad Falchuk, his wife was. Uh, Completely uh, taken to, yeah. you know, she had no idea that, you know, mm-hmm. her husband we was banging know, you goop. She gives you just so much fodder because of her she delivery, exactly. her really words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she can't help it. She can't help it. By the way, Donnie uh, posted, we didn't tell you when we were talking about Lupita and her gold eye contacts, posted her if you'd like to be scared. <laughs> and then if you we're need to have your eyes tonight. cleansed, you can look at Queen Elizabeth in her pink. And Kate Middleton and her gray, and they look lovely. They don't really get along. We learned that. They're trying. They're trying. And the Toy Story 4, the trailer is ready. Oh, so fun. So And we're going to see the scariest movie in the world tonight. And and if I don't come to work tomorrow, it's because I've had a little mini. Okay, I'll be Mini something. Mini mini whatever, meltdown. Oh, no. Yeah, we don't know what's going to (laughs) happen. But if I wrap myself in that that movie theater. It'll be a great story for us to tell. That's right. (laughs)